Hi everyone. Thanks for joining me today on the Divine Messages podcast. My name is Karina and I am a psychic medium out of Calgary, Alberta. I have another special guest coming on here with me. I met her over a year and a half ago and we instantly became like family. My husband, children and I love her and her wife to pieces. Sometimes you meet people that are a part of your soul family and you know it the minute that you are in their energy. I'm grateful that I've gotten to be a part of her spiritual journey as she opened up to healing her life. She is actually sitting right beside me and I am so glad that we are recording this in person. So everyone, please help me welcome Kayla to the podcast. Hi. Hello everybody. (laughs) How are you? Good, how are you? Good. I am really happy and surprised you said yes to come on the podcast. Like I said to you before, if you would ask me probably about a good three, four months ago, I probably would have said no right away. But for some reason, the second that you asked me, it wasn't a, there was no hesitation. It was just, yeah, of course, I'll come on. Which is amazing. That tells me that you are a lot further along on your path than when I met you a year and a half ago. And I really wanted to share how we met because every time I think about it, I laugh a little bit (laughs) because it is pretty funny. It is a little funny. So we met at a group reading. So I went to your friend's house what a year and a half ago, last, I think the July before, right? And um, I remember when I was sitting there and I like the group session hadn't started yet. So people were coming in and everybody's like kind of getting their drinks and stuff and your wife walked in first, right? Because did you come after her? You did, right? Mm, or did you didn't come in together? Off. Yeah, did we you? came in together. I, I'm trying to remember right was, now. I came in to say hi because uh, I knew the, the girl, obviously, that was putting it on. Okay, so all I right. So I to say hi because I was at work that day. So I mm-hmm. You were in uniform. Yeah. By the way, you are an RCMP officer here in Canada, in that Alberta. Is correct. So yeah, I dropped yep. her off and yeah, she came first and then I immediately seen you sitting on the couch mm-hmm. I was sitting there and I look over at Brittany and she's like looking at me and talking to the host of the party and she's like saying I'm not gonna tell this lady anything I am just gonna keep my mouth shut and I'm not saying anything and all of a sudden the host looks at her and she's like well that's the psychic like right there and Brittany looks over at me she goes oh Oh no. And I'm like, no, it's all good. Don't worry. I'm used to people being skeptical. It's totally fine. But when I looked over at you, I was just like, first of all, I was, my eyes would just went right to you. And I think I kind of made you uncomfortable, didn't I? Cause yeah, I mean, when I first came in, um, I knew it was really, you were the one who was doing the readings because like it was just you and the person hosting it and then everybody else was off in the kitchen <laughs> they're hiding from me <laughs> so yeah. it's like oh this put two and two together this must be the person who's here to to give the readings and then all of a sudden it just like things started to change mm-hmm. um i got a really like high pitch ringing in my ear and i think i remember even saying you to you, did like, do you guys hear that like it was to the point where like i had to even rub my ear like it, it just trying to get it go away yeah. And then eventually it went away and then all of a sudden I just got super hot. Like your face went Yes. Like, and I, I mean, red. I normally get hot in uniform anyways because it, it was July, so it was summertime. But yeah, my face, I got really flushed, like overheating, like, mm-hmm. and it was almost like uncomfortable. Yeah. And I even, because I think uh, my wife said like, oh, you sure you don't want to stay? And I was like, nope, I've had enough. Like I'm out of here. This This is is weirding me out. Yeah. I gotta go. You were, you were really uncomfortable and I just, and I, and I didn't mean to stare at you. I mean, obviously I think you're beautiful, but it wasn't that it was, I just kept seeing something about you that I couldn't put my finger on. 
And I think that's what made you uncomfortable because you're like, why are my cheeks going so red? I'm like, I'm sorry. I will, I'll look away. I don't know where to look. <laughs> and it's funny you say uncomfortable. I don't necessarily think I was uncomfortable to be there. I think it was just, I don't know what it was. Like it was just like, maybe I felt attention. Like people were staring and maybe you were staring. Sorry. I was trying to avoid eye contact. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, maybe that's what it was. And obviously I knew what you were going to do. And I got asked if I wanted to take part. Mm-hmm. Um, which I didn't want to because I didn't really necessarily have the full perception of what you did. Mm-hmm. Um, I was under the impression that you told the future. Um, and uh-huh. I'm the type of person that I don't want to know the future. I want to experience things the way that they're meant to experience. And I don't want to spoil life. Um, that makes sense. With things that come up. So that was my first impression when I got asked by the host and by my wife if I wanted to take part. Right away, I was like, nope, nope. She's going to tell me the future. I don't want to know the future. Right. I don't want to know if anything happens. Um, so I think that's why I felt uncomfortable because I was like, I'm feeling all these things. I'm like, oh my God, is she going to tell me something that I don't want to hear? Mm-hmm. What does she see? Yeah. So it, was, it wasn't like I was uncomfortable to be there. It was like, there's obviously things going on. Because it's not that I didn't believe in it, but yeah, it was never something that I strongly like felt like doing yeah i yeah. just never had that opportunity to and like it's i said funny. once i started to feel things and i was like Uh-oh. oh my god you're i'll never forget your face i remember laughing and thinking oh my god this poor woman is like it was like beat a red and yes i've never yeah. seen someone go that red it was everything was just like starting to happen and i was staring because i felt like i knew you and that's why it wasn't because mm-hmm. i was just like being weird i swear <laughs> but i was like I was really drawn to you and Brit. So I was mm-hmm. like, I couldn't explain it. And I'm trying to make sense of it. But I'm also, in my mind, prepping for what was going to be a, a big group reading with yeah, a whole bunch absolutely. of women. And I'm like, all these things are hitting me at once. All of their past loved ones are coming around me. Then I'm like looking at you guys. And I'm like, how do I know you? It was so weird. Yeah. And so... We started the group reading. <laughs> you left. And I remember thinking, oh, it's too bad you didn't stay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't. After I left, I was like, I'm not, I didn't even turn my head around. I just... You were beeline it. <laughs> yeah, and I was done. Yeah, yeah. And, and then we did. We started it, and I was like, okay, let's go. And Brittany, oh my God, Kayla, she was like, almost not gunning me down, but like kind of like giving me these eyes. So I couldn't even make eye contact with her. I'm like, I'm blocking you. I've got work to do. I, I get it. You're skeptical. I get it that you just, you know, are trying to figure this out. But I'm like, I can't focus on that because it will throw me off. I need to just block it and then do my job. Mm-hmm. And um, so many people were getting readings. It was like one after another after another. And I remember at one point I kind of looked over at her and I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh. I knew it was for her because I can always mm-hmm. tell. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even want to do this because I think she's not going to take it really well. <laughs> and I think I might have, um, yes, I did know that she was also RCMP because she had mentioned it. You guys had talked about it beforehand. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, great. I'm sitting here with an officer. And uh, I think what I was feeling was that there was so much stress coming off of her. And then all I could think about was, oh, great. She's an officer. And I'm going to look, you know, I'm going to say, hey, she's got PTSD. Well, most police officers have PTSD, <laughs> right? So I'm like, Tell I'm going to look crazy, <laughs> right? I mean, like, oh, great. I'm going to look like I'm making yeah. something up. And I said to my guides and to the person that was trying to connect with her I'm like hey if you're gonna come in you need to be specific or I'm not doing this Mm -hmm. and I'm having these conversations in my head right so and and I won't go into further detail because I would love for Brittany to come on here and share her story Mm -hmm. and how she experienced it so for now all I will say is that 
there are things that nobody could possibly know about her reading and she sat there with her mouth wide open just like how did you know that and I'm like because they told me you know and then we went and did private readings downstairs after the fact of the group and um she sat there and she was like just shocked because I was you know telling her things about her life and her Mm -hmm. family and she was like how do you know this stuff I'm like this is my job and it was in that moment like when we were downstairs I'm looking at her I'm like god she seems familiar and I couldn't put my finger on it but we just instantly hit it off too and then I don't even know where it went from there I really don't I just remember her messaging me I think after or I think you guys she stayed quite a she while because she was right till the end she yeah. didn't want to leave because i came in but uh, was coming to pick her up and i think i texted her because i had to go back to work i was working yeah. the next morning at 6 a.m and i was like it's like 9 9 30 and i was like hey like Let's are you go. almost done like um about to go to bed and she's like yeah 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 like okay you can come pick me up and i think yeah you came waltzing out with her and yeah even then, like I started to get a little bit like yeah, I'm nervous, but I could yep. feel like my heart racing a little bit, and like mm-hmm. but you were just glowing, like you just like came floating down the driveway, <laughs> and it was just like there's something like peaceful about you, like something intriguing, um, like I just I want to spend more time with you, I want to get to know you, but at the same time, like, you were so guarded. Yes. I didn't even come. Do you remember? I didn't even come up to the truck. Yeah, I saw your face, and I went, "Whoa!" I got a stop sign, so I kind of backed off and around mm-hmm. the corner a bit to say bye to Britt because I was like. She's not ready to go there. I'm not going to push her. And yeah, we stayed kind of, well, I stayed back a little bit because I could feel your energy so strong too. And then from there, I think, um, I want to say we added each other on like Instagram or something. And then I don't even remember. That's how effortless this was. Yeah, some form of social media. I think Brittany even texted you asking if maybe if you wanted to hang out or. I don't even know. Yeah, but it wasn't until she came home and she told me all about the experiences that she had and things that I didn't even know. Like, Oh really? Yeah. Um, and then especially one of the incidents that I knew of, um, that there was no way that you could have Googled it. There was no way you could have Facebooked or, or anything could have found Mm -hmm. anything about it. And then that's when I started to get really intrigued. And I was like, okay. It was like, well, obviously that's not the experience that I had in my mind that Mm -hmm. she experienced that you gave to her. And then, yeah, that's when I started to, I guess, start letting my wall down and start that curiosity, let it run wild. Um, cause then after that, I was like, you know what? Like I, I want to, like, it was just something right away after I, it was almost like I needed proof. Yeah. Which it's unfortunate cause you, people in your line of like work, what you do is you get a bad rep. All these people seem that you do things, like I said, telling the future, which I thought yes. you did. Right. And there's some people who aren't as genuine and aren't, don't have the ability um, yeah. So it makes a bad impression for you, which is very unfortunate. Uh, but having somebody who I was connected to come and tell me experiences that she had made it almost more valid. Like it was like, okay. If you it, trust it. She was so skeptical. Yes. And she's very much like she needs proof. We're very A-type personalities. Yeah. Um, comes along with the job. But it's like I need physical proof, physical evidence to know that this is real. Mm-hmm. And you gave that to her and me being so close to her, I was like, okay, well, I believe my wife, like she must be legit. Like this must be real. Like, so that's what started me being more intrigued and wanting to come and speak to you and have a session eventually with you. Mm-hmm. And from there though, we yeah. actually went to dinner first. Remember? We yeah, went I went on a dock side. Yep. Yeah, we did. We yep. went to a really cool restaurant actually right on the lake here in, mm-hmm. in our city. And you guys walk in and 
I, I have to share this story. Okay, this is kind of... <laughs> Yeah, but something that I've heard or no? I think so. But mm-hmm. I, you guys came in and I'm like, wow, they're, you're both just so stunning. But it's not just the physical being that I see. It's I see deeper. I see the soul. And I couldn't help but be mesmerized. I'm like, wow, there's something about these two. And you guys sat down and I remember thinking, I just, I'd like to order a glass of wine. That's all I was thinking. And then I'm like, wait a second, but I... I drove here. I'm not going to have any more than one glass, but I'm like, is this okay? I'm sitting with two police officers. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah, we often get that sometimes. Well, because I'm like, is it wrong? Is it bad? Bit, yeah. You know, and that when I forget what you do now, but like back then, I was yeah. like, oh, you know, it goes back to probably just my past and some of the trouble I got into as a younger yeah. And some woman. people forget that just because that's our job, like we are people still too. human. Like, I know it's a uniform, but we're also human too. So. But in that moment, that's yeah. what I kept yeah. thinking was, oh my God, is it okay? And then I'm like, okay, we're going to have a glass of wine. And we and we did. We ended up having a glass of wine, a huge dinner. And we were there for hours, like four hours. I think we probably lost people there. Yeah. Yeah. We shut it down, I think. Yeah. And so that's when I know it's effortless because there wasn't a moment of awkwardness. It was, no, I just knew you guys yeah, and I can't explain it. I just knew you. And from there, that's when you decided, okay, I think I'd like to to come and do a session because it was yeah. after that, that uh, you kind of let your guard down with me and you're like, okay, I trust you now, I mm-hmm. think. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, I'm a lot easier doing that than my wife is, but yeah, it was almost like I said, I need that proof and mm-hmm. almost like seeing you and like, again, like there was just, like you said, when you met me for the first time, there's just something about you that just, I'm drawn towards you. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I want to tell you everything. I just feel like we're like <laughs> long lost friends that we've yes. maybe met like millions of years ago that like we had to it's just one of those people that you can just sit down and instantly have a conversation with there's no forcing it there's no um pauses or awkward silence like it just it was so natural it it honestly was I do think that it was so effortless and for for me as well because I'm also extremely guarded you can imagine Mm -hmm. I meet people on a daily basis like I'm meeting four or five people a day and I am guarded because I I see so much but when I do let my guard down and I feel like I can trust someone I'm like I really opened up and said okay I'm gonna enjoy this and we had such a great night it was it was great and then you came for a session now your wife had told me ahead of time that you don't cry and I was like who doesn't cry yeah I uh I don't cry it's something like you said growing up we were kind of taught not really to show emotions not to feel emotions as kids and it's kind of just grown on me through an adult like I don't even my, my wife says she, I think maybe she's seen me cry once and that was on our wedding day that's what she said um so For yeah I, I I don't like I said before meeting you and uh I know I'm so sorry. you're the reason for it now <laughs> but before meeting you yeah I I can't even remember the last time I cried even thinking about even seeing family members at funerals and stuff like maybe I shed a tear but I don't think it was a true cry I don't think yeah. it's a true release um so yeah that was uh definitely a wall that you completely broken down yeah you come into my room and I'm trying to remember how long it took but you were in tears pretty pretty soon after the session started and I was like oh no yeah well it's a tough time it was yeah kind of a coincidence but we were trying for I think two months to try to get a session booked Mm -hmm. and nothing was working it was either something come up on my end or something came up where your time wasn't right I was not getting frustrated we're just like oh like I just I was just really eager to have it done like just to get in there but yeah um and then my grandma passed away and then all of a sudden it was like it, it opened up the 
and which I know now is there is a reason for it. So <laughs> you weren't meant to come until that. Yeah. And she was. Yep. Somehow they know right ahead of time, and, yeah. and they do time it right. And then mm-hmm. you did come in, and she came in. I don't know how it was long right after, a, but it was, was it? right away. You said that she was pretty much knocking on the door. Oh, really? Trying to tell you, like, hey, 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 like, I got stuff to tell you, which um, is awesome because she's so, so near and dear to my heart, and she still is today. Like, I talk to her all the time, thanks to you. Oh, <laughs> you love that. Yeah. I really don't remember much of our session at all because again I tell mm-hmm. everybody in every set every podcast episode that I do delete 99% of the information because I don't want to retain it and all I can say is that I remember her coming in and and validating certain things that again I didn't know about mm-hmm. you or whatever and and that what you needed in your life and it was like a floodgate kind of opened and everything kind of yeah. came out and like I said I blame Karina solely on <laughs> me crying now. I'm like a sieve. <laughs> now I don't stop crying. I think I'm over emotional. But hey, I've got now what 33 years of bent up uh, emotions that I've never let go. So mm-hmm. I know it's healthy. I feel good afterwards. I don't necessarily look the best while crying, but um, <laughs> I know it's do. meant to be. And like I said, there's a reason why I've met you and the timing that I met you. And I'm so thankful that it came at the time that it needed to because. I am a completely different person than I was, I would even say like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. I would say year. so too. Yeah. I agree with that because you all of a sudden, well, when Brittany told me that, you know, you literally, she had only seen you literally cry one time mm-hmm. or maybe twice, I think she said. Yeah. No, it was probably it wasn't, once. Yeah. more than Let's a handful. Let's just say once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she's like, I said, well, my gosh, like she never, she never gets out her emotions. She's like, nope, she'll shut it down and she'll like almost like, just disregard it and like not feel she just kind of goes numb in that sense Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh okay so I kind of was expecting that and then it was like minutes into our session I'm like oh there it is okay like I said it's crazy I've met you for not more than like five six hours yeah here I am just letting it all out like like a like a, a baby like just letting it all out because I felt so comfortable and so safe in the space that you have like mm-hmm. that I just felt like I could just release it it was finally time to just let it all go yeah and it felt good <laughs> and then from there now you just you know yeah now I have moments here you'll message me and you'll be like great Karina I'm crying again now and I'm like I'm sorry yeah <laughs> but now it. I don't I don't hold it back though like if I ever amazing. do feel that even sometimes it's not the best place to be doing it but like I said I'm driving and all of a sudden something reminds me or triggers me and it's just mm-hmm. I just let it go yeah and it might not be very long it might just be a couple minutes but then it's yeah, it just feels good afterwards. But yeah, that was a huge, I think, wall that I needed to break down in order for me to continue on my journey that I am on now. Um, mm-hmm. Because without that, I don't think I'd be where I am today. Yeah, I, yeah. I love that. And you have actually seen three of my students, <laughs> yeah. two in person and one online. And yeah. I've, uh, you know, I wanted you to go see other people. And I think it's really important for everybody to know that when you do find the healer that resonates with you in that moment sometimes we need to see others to have a different opinion to um especially when for me like if I'm doing work with someone that I know so so well it makes it much more difficult for me to see clearly because Mm -hmm. I know so much now I was like here go see this person go see this person and they don't know who you are and they have no bias or they have no um 
inside information about you. They're starting with a blank slate and they can help you properly. And I think that you saw the people that were just meant for you at this time. And they've also peeled off a bunch of layers for you. Yeah. <laughs> Made you cry a little. Um, I but cry it's all helped. The time now. No, so with all, everybody. <laughs> so. You're like, great. Yeah. But it, it really does help, I think. And I think it's important that you did get to see the other healers because not that I don't want to work with you. I would love to, but I know you so well because over the year and a half, which is even crazy to me. I, I mean, you spent Christmas with us. You came, yeah. you and your wife came to Costa Rica with my yeah. family. Like we were at the beach together in Central America. Yeah. I mean, like I said, our, we just clicked instantly. Like I said, you're a long lost family. Like it yes. was just instinctual. Like it wasn't it's a weird. hesitation. It was just, I love it. we just, like mesh so well like we get along like it just vibe yeah. off each other we have good energy yeah. together like it always feels positive we say that yeah, every time we're together we're like god that was good we yeah. just needed that and mm-hmm. my kids who don't like a lot of people because they're very guarded extremely guarded um they just beam when they see you they come you know as soon as you guys walk in the door they come running right up to you to hug you so tight i'm like mm-hmm. who are they like <laughs> but it's like they're our own kids too like i love spending time with them yeah like, I they love, love you guys even for birthdays and christmas like as much as you say don't give gifts and stuff it's always yeah. we just like to treat them like if we're own because we feel that like we feel the love we feel the positivity we feel their energy like it's just so good to be around your family yeah they're they're amazing i mean i'm obviously biased but <laughs> you know they're but very good. but they really truly have let their guard down with you guys which again is shocking to me because they just don't do that mm-hmm. but they did the first day they met you do you remember when you came in they were like you know staring at you and well, they also felt like it was home it's mm-hmm. weird and it's like i said you it's instantly like they didn't want to leave us like they were always around lurking yes they like, did still talking they're still like that and yeah. we you know oh, and you guys, I, we love it i love it you guys came for christmas we did like comfy clothes and we yeah we played tortilla music. slap yeah. remember <laughs> i have some video of yeah, us like yeah. I don't know if anybody ever has heard about the tortilla slap where you put water in your mouth and you slap each other yeah, with the tortilla. And I like, suggest you do it. It's hilarious. Like I, there was, we had so much laughter that yeah. night and it was really a great Christmas. It's just pu- always pure joy being with you guys. And I think it's mutual. Like it, you said it just, I don't know what it is. It just, it meant to, to be, be past like, life. There yeah. is no question. That's why when I was staring at you, when you came into yeah. the host's house, <laughs> I'm like, I'm staring at you and I'm like, Oh my God. What is it about it you? Yeah, I was trying mm-hmm. to piece it together because I instantly knew your face. And I'm like, I've never met you. We're in a totally different city than where I live. So I'm like, I know it's not from like anywhere in town. I just, I knew you. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a soul connection. I would say it's a soul connection for sure. And I love that both of you are so open to what I do now and some of the people that you've sent to come see me. I'm really grateful for that Mm -hmm. because that is a huge level of trust. Oh, absolutely. Like I said, yeah, especially in the line of work that we do, like I said, we're very like need to see proof in order to do it. And we know so many people that are struggling. Um, And like I said, with myself hiding my emotions and suppressing them and not showing them how bad it has a negative um, effect on your body and when seeing yeah. other co-workers that are struggling we see that mm-hmm. um we like to maybe just like sort of offer up that option like i said i don't know if they're necessarily open to it because some people true. are very closed off very true um, some people have different opinions on what you do but like i said now being around you we kind of get the feeling when we meet people like we yeah we know, you know the ones that are kind of like open to it um and obviously need some help i know i've told some people to come see you and same with uh, my wife there 
and they've all come back with nothing but amazing things to say and it's changed their lives yeah that's why i keep doing what i keep doing because you guys say to me sometimes like i don't know how you do it i'm like but i don't know how you do what you do and i always think like someone has to do the job like do i think that you know it would be easy to go out and be a police officer no, I don't actually. I think that's really scary. I mean, I would like to because I have some ins on certain really information. <laughs> um, and my dream job has been to be a detective. However, I still think, how could I ever approach a situation and not be so fearful? Whereas, you know, if you look at the work that I do and I'm dealing with so much death and really some negative things, but we, someone has to do it, right? It's true. Like I said, even though I work like um, a career path that I want to go into um, is dealing specifically with children. A lot of people have said to me, "I that's one thing I couldn't do. But there's something inside me that is just drawn to it that I'm just meant to do something bigger than what I do now. Um, mm-hmm. It's just general duty. And I just, ever since I've started this career, I've kind of just been drawn towards that section of things just mm-hmm. to help out those that don't necessarily have um, people to help them. Mm-hmm. And for the listeners, um, how would you explain that working with children so, so they understand what you would like to do? Uh, so it's called um, integrated child exploitation. So it's going after um, adults who are online um, and it's trying to exploit children for it's anything sexual nature. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, leaving those kids that are very vulnerable, um, kids that don't necessarily have a protection. And maybe I'm drawn towards it because I've kind of felt that way as a child. And knowing that feeling, I don't ever want a kid to ever feel like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's part of the reason why I got into being policing is to help people. And I think that's kind of my passion. I think that's kind of where I'm drawn to and where I'm meant to be. Mm-hmm. And throughout this whole process, and I call it the journey of me that I'm on, I've started to learn things about that and knowing that that is something that I've been put on this earth is to help those people, those people that, like I said, especially children, is those that don't have a voice, those that don't have somebody to be a voice for them. And yeah, like I said, just like Karina said, a lot of people want to do that type of job or be faced with that day in and day out, but I'm wanting to make that sacrifice if I have to obtain maybe some negative uh, energy towards that, if that means that I could help out Mm -hmm. um, some little poor little kid. And I think that's why even you and I have met and you will have all of the tools to help you along that journey Mm -hmm. and to protect your energy and to just go in and, and do your job and do it well. And I, I did see that you would be very, very good at it. I do. I see it. I know that this is your calling. And like we just said, someone has to do it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you also have a very strong intuition I think that's why I was so drawn to you that night was I knew that you had something. You had an ability that you're not even fully aware of. Mm -hmm. And I think that intuition is what's going to help you in that field. I think you're going to really be given this gift of knowing things that most people won't. And that is going to help a lot, a lot, a lot of kids. And I know that people have said that to you. Oh my God, Kayla, how can you do this? How can you go into something so dark? But to be that light for the ones that need that need you on this earth, how can mm-hmm. you not? You know? Well, just like you said, that poor innocent kid that was stripped of their innocence and stripped of their chance of being a child because of some individual. It's like, I want, I want to stop that. Yeah. I want to be that kid's saving grace. I, want, like, I don't need yeah. the recognition for it, but I, I want that kid or kids to have a childhood 
since meeting you up until where I am today now, like there's been things that have come up that I've my I've trusted my gut feeling and my intuition and going on like going with it and then afterwards seeing how well it worked out mm-hmm. um, and then even just reflecting on it just being like wow like I I already thought about it and I knew it was in here I knew it was the right path and mm-hmm. I chose it and look like it was already the universe putting the seed in me to say hey this is it's giving me a little hint a little yes. push and I've really kind of trying to hone in on that even like doing meditations now um, oh, you're meditating. I am. I'm doing okay. all I the things. I know that. I'm, I'm meditating. I love it. I'm now journaling. Who are you? Yeah. You're journaling. I'm journaling, yeah. And even now I've started coloring, like when I'm stressed. I did just, see that. I saw yeah. that on Instagram. I was like, yeah. oh, So okay. I've just kind of really, just things I've like, I've heard or if like somebody's been like, hey, you should try this. And there's something in me that says, yeah, you know what? I'm going to. That's for me. And mm-hmm. you know what? I'm, I'm really thankful that I've started to listen to that inner me, to that, I would say like a little kidding me that's telling me they're like pushing you towards right hey do this do this yes uh because it's it's worked and i'm not a big meditator like i never thought i could do that but i've gotten pretty good at it and like it's I'm impressed it's crazy because the messages that i've gotten th- um through my, my meditation and then afterwards i've even had like um one of your students pulled cards for me mm-hmm. and it was the exact same message that i got through my meditation and it was just like almost like mind-blowing like oh, wow, like, I can really do this. Like, it's really working. Like, I'm just not just doing it to do it. Like, I'm... Something's happening. Yeah, and it's 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 really crazy, but I, I love it. Um, now I try to do it at least once a oh week. Oh, my God, who yeah. are you? And then I journal every, every <laughs> night. Just, from yeah. who I met a year and a half ago yeah. at that party to you sitting here saying, I'm journaling, I'm meditating, and it, it's, it's mind-blowing. I think it's incredible. Yeah, and, like, if I look back, like I said on my younger years as a teenager like again like said like i said before i never expressed my emotions Mm -hmm. i kept everything bottled up inside we didn't talk about our feelings we Mm -hmm. kept everything inside it was more or less at like strong exterior you need to be tough if you're seen as weak then you can't show those emotions which i'm thankful that let's like life lessons that i've grown up as a kid um and now that i'm able to learn from that and be able to do what I can now with the meditating and the journaling, just being open to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I always tell people, you might think I'm crazy, but like I do all this stuff to help me, uh, but it works. And yeah. like I said, I was super, not against it, but closed off to that. Yeah. I um, would say I wouldn't have ever pictured you going that path, which I think is incredible. Yeah. So in times of need, like I said, it, I, 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 you're I letting stuff out. Medit- yeah. It's, and I feel better I feel lighter I feel even when I have like days where I have a little bit of negative energy or anything like that going on yeah. like I try to remind myself like or try clearing myself through meditation or even just taking the deep breath and just kind of letting it out I, and I'm really good at I don't know talking my head mm-hmm. or to manifesting which that I haven't really been able to do too much I try but I don't know if I'm doing it right I'm able to imagine a lot of things in my head when I've gone to Reiki with some of your students um they even said like you're very good at visualizing and I I think I've gotten better again after meeting you like this wall is just open where I'm just able to take my mind out of the current place where I am and mm-hmm. just go and process my thoughts um, which helps extremely during like what I do for work yes if I have a bad oh day gosh, or even yes or even in the moment like I might experience or dealing with somebody who's got negative energy 
and it, I'll be there and present, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to control not having that negative energy portray onto me. Yes. That's which, huge yeah. to learn. Yeah. Now imagine again, taking all of these tools and applying them to the position that you're going for, because it's a year and a half away. Is that right? Oh uh, yeah. A year. Approximately. Yeah. I got about a year and a bit left. Yeah. So a year and something, and you're going to go into a field that is going to be difficult and going to be full of dark negative energy, Mm -hmm. but you're going to have all these amazing tools to go in and not only to use your intuition and, and that ability to help people, but to also not take it all on because that's Mm -hmm. part of the reason why I talk about even doing sessions with people for murders and suicides. And I do them quite frequently, but it can be really hard on me because the energy is so heavy Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, I just have to do my job, but I have all of the tools to clear it, to get myself back into a higher vibration and not to sink into that. So you're going to have this year, year and a half to kind of gain that strength and then go off and, and really just start helping lots of children out there. Mm -hmm. And even not even just say with my career, but even with my personal life, Mm -hmm. um, I'm going through fertility, um, treatments right now and I've had quite a few ups and downs so it's very common that we take it out on ourselves we are our biggest critics but we also are our biggest supporters and through this journey of fertility um, I've learned that and trying not to get mad at the universe yeah that's key because it's hard right you want something so bad but things happen for a reason there's lessons behind everything that happens and I've learned that Um, there's a reason why things haven't happened the way that Mm -hmm. they that I planned on doing it, but it's all because of the things that I need to do as a person first, uh, so that I can be ready for that journey. And that's why, like I say, I call it on the journey of me. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to hone in on myself and, and do things to better me spiritually, mentally, physically, so that I can be the best person I can be. And you are. And I think when people do struggle with fertility, I think you're right. I've done a couple of episodes with a few students that actually had that same situation. And they said this, you know, you do end up having sort of like a hate for the body and for Mm -hmm. your physical being because you're like, what is wrong with me? You know, and for you to sit here and say that you understand the journey, that you understand that there are lessons and there's timing for everything and, and to not curse the universe. That's what is so important I think for you is to kind of at least keep that momentum up of everything is for a reason I love my body I love the gifts that I've been given already to this point you Mm -hmm. know those kind of things the gratitude and that's something really good for journaling is gratitude of you know what we're grateful for every day and we just allow the blessings to kind of come in and sometimes you know we don't always understand and believe me I am a control freak Kayla, you know I can be a control freak. And the reason that I am like that is because I do have the ins for a lot of people and Mm -hmm. the insight. And and it's even more frustrating when I have friends that, you know, I know so well and I want to give those messages too, but I can't see anymore because I'm already too... um, Connected? Yeah, yeah, connected. I think I I see, I'd like to see clearly, but I know the situation, so it... It makes it more difficult for me when I know too much. And that's why when it's a stranger, I always say, you know, some of my students, you know, say, well, it must be more difficult to work with someone that you don't know. And I'm like, no, not at all. Actually, it's the complete opposite. 
I love to work with a stranger. I know a first name and a phone number, and that is the easiest thing for me because I have like a blank slate. Oh, it is like a blank slate. Mm-hmm. It is like not knowing anything makes this so much easier. But when there's a family member or a friend or a good friend, I sit back and I'm like, I don't know if I can see this. And I would say I could see their loved ones easily, like on the other side, like. Mm-hmm. Recently, one of my really good friends came because her father had passed, and I thought the same thing, like, oh, my God, am I actually going to be able to see him because I know her so well. Mm-hmm. And she sat down in my healing room, and I just went, okay, if you're here, just this is your chance. And he came in very strong. It was spot on, and that was wonderful. But to also give her advice for her future, I'm not sure I could do that anymore because I know what she wants. I know what you want. I know mm-hmm. what Brittany wants. And that's why I said, go see these other healer friends of mine, because I'm like, maybe they'll give you the insight that you need. But I'm just at the point where I could talk to your grandmother. No problem. You Mm -hmm. want to come in and do a session? I can validate all kinds of things. But to give you advice on your life and your future makes it much more difficult for me. And I I just don't know if I can anymore, you know? And that's hard. I'd love to. I just don't think I can because my ego's in the way of, I already know this. So how can I predict something? Yeah, no, and I, I can see how that's being very frustrating and even being just a friend with you like I don't know want that expectation of like coming in and hanging out with you feeling that you need to prove yourself because I know you I know mm-hmm. what you can do um and it's just it's so grateful to have connections um so that if I do need something like you've now offered me up to which is yeah to amazing a few, few other people and mm-hmm. they're amazing people they like are. you're just they're just like you like they yeah. have the exact same abilities yeah um which is nice because you don't have that like I said, friend connection. Um, and then when we come hang out, we just hang out. Like, we, we do. Just, we don't even yeah, talk about that stuff no, anymore because it's just no. like we talk about other things in life. And and there is something that um, I will say to everybody that being so guarded and everybody knows that, that I'm extremely protective of my emotions and mm-hmm. my personal life. But between us and, and Britt, like, there is a level of trust that I do feel and you saw i won't get into the whole situation but i let my guard down one night you know and and i allowed myself to really Mm -hmm. just feel and you saw a part of me that probably a lot of my students and friends haven't ever seen and i trusted you guys to be able to be vulnerable and i had you know some personal things going on in my life and i just let it all out one night and i will say there was a little bit of tequila involved in that but (laughs) we had gone dancing in in costa rica and we had with a very good girlfriend of mine that lives down there. And it was such a fun night. It was amazing. But, you know, sometimes things happen and emotions just had been bottled up for quite some time. And it was probably, what, 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, because we were about to catch our shuttle back to the airport in an hour. That's right. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, here it comes. And I can't Mm -hmm. stop it. It was kind of like you when you came in. You're like, I don't know what's happening to me because I don't. First of all, I hate crying. Everybody knows that. I've cried for years off and on during my healing journey, and I got sick of it. I really got sick of it. And so I do also have that emotion where I want to block stuff, I want to say. Well, I think people, too, sometimes maybe forget that you, even though you have this ability, you're still human. Mm -hmm. You still have feelings, um, and you should be able to express them. Mm -hmm. Right? But it might be harder for you because you are so strong. You are that (laughs) that healer for everybody's yeah, and like you said, you're, mm-hmm. you're the rock to everybody, but at some point that rock does need to mm-hmm. let everything go because you do carry a lot. Like you said, you see people 
on a constant basis you see four or five people sometimes in a day and, and that's a lot to burden on your shoulders yeah and like i said you're human <laughs> you, you yeah. need to ex- exude that energy and be able to process that emotions and sometimes that's seen as a breaking down that sometimes like it was a full breakdown <laughs> writing but in your journal right. it's just yeah i think and that's where I think I do struggle is I deal with people's deepest, darkest secrets and pains and grief. And I am a spiritual counselor. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. And although I am strong, there are times where certain people that I meet or certain sessions really affect me. And then I, you add that on top of my mm-hmm. own personal stuff. And I have all the tools. And I mean... I'm really grateful that I don't stay down for too long, but when I'm down and, and I allow myself to fall, it's not pretty. And you saw that. <laughs> you haven't seen it since. I'm not going to say yeah, have, but no. I, I think it is important. I think everybody goes, well, you know, you do have your life together. I'm like, well, not really, actually. I'm just trying to make it like everybody else. Like I, said, I just have human. extra tools that yeah. I can have in my back pocket to yeah, use. It doesn't mean you have bad days. It doesn't mean you have times where you cry and times where you're feeling mm-hmm. sad like you feel all those emotions that everybody else does mm-hmm. it's hard yeah. <laughs> I just sometimes go okay you know I'm so used to being in robotic mode and I just do it you know one after another after another and I disconnect from people in between but um, yeah sometimes I forget the kind of work that I do can really take a toll on my soul and my heart and my family even sometimes mm-hmm. Nick will say that to me he's like Karina we need you too yeah. I know you give to everybody and everybody relies on you and they need you but he said we need you too so you need to like take a break relax and mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not very good at that but <laughs> no you're very busy be go 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 but that's yeah. like I said in the line of like what we do as work what I do as work is the same thing as you come in contact with people all day and you hear the worst you see the worst yeah oh my god I and can't it's even just imagine. on to the next you don't yeah. have time to process the emotions you don't have time to feel anything um and after a while like I said you're just having to put it back in your back pocket um and like I said because of the tools that I was given as a kid is just putting it aside putting it burying it um I didn't process those emotions I just kind mm-hmm. of put it in and eventually it's going to come to, like I said, a volcano. It's shaking or, a yeah, pop bottle. You it's know? eventually going to come out. And yeah. the yeah. timing was right. And it, it came out when, like I said, about a year and a half ago when I met you. And it's coming out now. But I know that it's okay. It's okay it's to cry. Okay. And it's okay to feel your emotions <laughs> as much as people like to think that you are strong and you can take on everything. Like, we're human. No matter what you do is <laughs> for a living. No matter what you see. Um, the trauma is like, you're, you're, everyone's human. Like you can only hold so much and it's it's okay to cry. It is okay to cry. I mean, I'm not going to lie and say, oh, I love to cry. No, I hate it still. Okay. Like when someone makes me cry or I'm upset by something and I, and I, I, you know, yeah, I know crying is good for the soul. It cleanses energy. It's, um, tears cleanse the soul. I know that. I just, I've cried for so many years straight that I was like, okay, I'm good now. Right. You know, and get my quota. Yeah, I'm done now, but there's always going to be lesson after lesson after lesson and when we think we're done with the lessons they throw another one at you and you're like okay yeah. great here we go again and and there's going to be ups and downs and we're going to go through grief and we're going to lose people and and you know there's it's life right we're all just trying to make I, I was it just gonna say it's just all part of life there's mm-hmm. you're meant to be on a journey you're meant to the universe has your path you're mm-hmm. meant to experience things good things bad things mm-hmm. um 
there's no rhyme or reason and I've learned over the past years there's no point in trying to understand why they happen no because um, that just <laughs> that puts you down you, you know it just puts you into, and it, it, it did I, I got into a really dark place and then like I said you just need to live life mm-hmm. stop trying to control things again I'm that a type personality hello I need to be sitting beside one that's why we're friends yeah, <laughs> try to uh, yes. control the outcome which with Same. life yeah you, you just can't and yeah and I that's what I struggle with the most yeah. is being able to give people the information that they're looking for and then I'm like what about me and I can't see for myself and that makes it really frustrating and so then I become extra controlling and and that's when I have to open my hand up relinquish control and say okay it's out of my hands the universe it's everything is going to happen the way that it's supposed to happen Mm -hmm. I need to let go of trying to control it because I I catch myself a lot doing that I was actually writing a whole episode about control (laughs) and um I've not done that yet because clearly I'm still in that midst of trying to control life right I I mean I get it I I do need to let go just like I preach I mean I preach it to everybody but we're the worst ones the the healers the psychics we're the worst ones at following our advice because we're so used to just being that counselor for others Mm -hmm. that we forget to take our own advice right it's like the doctors in the hospital they're like working 12-hour shifts and they're really telling everybody to take care of themselves but are they really doing it themselves no No. you're so worried about fixing everybody else that you forget to fix yourself but Mm -hmm. police officer too yeah you should be the number one person to fix because you can't Mm -hmm. help others when you need help or fixing i think this last year has well probably the last two years i would say that I've really learned to take better care of myself, know that, you know, it is time for me to go do something just so simple as like going to getting a massage or going to get a pedicure or taking the afternoon off and getting Mm -hmm. a Starbucks and going for a drive to the store or anything just for my sanity. And I've been pretty good at that. Sort of, right? But that's again, listening to your, (laughs) your body, right? Like Mm -hmm. you get cues here and there that tells you, okay, today I need to take a break Yeah. or hey, I need to get out for a walk. I'm really feeling kind of gloomy. Or There's always some little sign that gets put into you. And mm-hmm. like I said, I'm starting to try to get a little bit better. You might block it out because of what you do all the time. But yeah. you, like clearly you just said you get um, better over the year. But taking those signs of knowing, okay, I, this is what I need. Or I've, I feel a little hunched, so I'm going to do this. Like There's always that little things that the universe is putting or showing you that what you need next or what to give you little clues of what you need in life mm-hmm. um, depending on where you are in your life in your journey or if we don't listen they will shut us down yes we get sick we get injured and i'm not gonna lie i mean i talked about this in another episode where i was going 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 i didn't take time to breathe and i actually fell down a flight of stairs and mm-hmm. broke my tailbone and i was really forced to just lay down for a week and you know me I can't sit still so that nearly killed me I was like and it was just a really hard time but I I learned a lot and Mm. it um I think it's one of the reasons why I started to pay attention a little bit more to myself because again I'm giving everybody the advice sir here do this do that but I think you know having that happen it just it was, it's always in the back of my head. It's always the reminder of, okay, if you go too hard, I'm going to get shut down. And, and I know that, you know, Mm -hmm. and so I will go really hardcore. I'll work like crazy. And then I'll take like an extra day off or something. And I, I really just need that reminder to 
do the things that are important to my soul. And that might even be something as simple as taking a bath. Mm-hmm. Or last night, I was telling you, I literally lay in bed and um, I started to write. I'm in the middle of writing an episode that really means a lot to me. And it felt so good to just sit there and be and heal and write about it. And that in itself is like important, just slowing down and healing Mm -hmm. that. Because sometimes we get so busy that we don't actually want to look at our shit. No, when we put it aside, I think we start neglecting our, Mm -hmm. those signs. And like you said, over time, if you start neglecting them, then it starts becoming negative. Like you said, you get sick, you get injured and my wife probably gets annoyed at me telling her all of this, but she'll be, something will happen to her, whether she gets a cold or she starts getting uh, sore muscles or anything. I said, oh, well, maybe that's the universe telling us to slow down or uh-huh. if she gets sick, it's like, maybe it's this, or I'm always on my phone Googling, what does this mean spiritually? Are you really I, now? I, I do all the time. Who just, are you? Just, yeah. What I, happened? I, I'm a completely different person, but just even I to get it. that little insight of like, mm-hmm. okay, like clearly there's something going on that You're not I'm dealing not with. dealing with. I'm mm-hmm. putting aside or I'm not seeing that I've I'm neglecting or not and just maybe that little hint of like okay like yeah I just need to start taking maybe some more vitamins or mm-hmm. yeah I just today I'm gonna take a break I'm mm-hmm. not gonna go do this I'm just gonna completely let my body relax mm-hmm. and um yeah that's maybe just what I need but yeah I'm I'm that type of person now like I said I go around the house and <laughs> Brittany stubs her toe or something I'm like oh well maybe that means you need to slow down in life that's like you're right. just going you're too busy 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 but mm-hmm. there's always signs And that recently, um, I had, I don't know if you listened to that episode, I had the medium on from South Carolina. And she said, um, the first thing she said, she was starting to do a reading for me. And she goes, oh my God, Karina, all I see is you just go, 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 go. And something, and you don't even know this, but something happened recently that has kind of shut me down. And I started to have issues with my feet and my toes. And I'm a healer. Yeah, I know what it means. But... I really haven't been listening and I've been in a lot of pain and it has actually stopped me from taking my walks that I love. But I also know that it's the reminder for me to, to slow down. They're shutting me down in a sense. And I go, okay, I can't even, I would normally do, you know, my sessions, I would clean, I would do laundry. Then I would go for an hour walk. Like I'm not even able to go walking right now and that's killing my soul. But I'm also knowing that it's for a reason and I have to, I really have to go within and I when I was writing last night and I said to you it was effortless that's what they want me to do is heal some more because we're all like layers of an onion we can peel the layers back and back and back but the roots always there and we Mm -hmm. need to go to the root and I'm in the midst of that right now so that's why I think I got shut down I know my feet will be fine I will heal them but it is a reminder to go within and it's I know what I've got to do yeah, and I think everybody's a constant onion, like you said. The, right. It just once you get past one layer and you think, oh, I'm good. I'm good now. I'm good. I'm yes. fixed. And something else <laughs> I'm comes, healed. Something else comes oh, no. on your plate and you're just like, And oh. we're back to square and, one. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's life. Like, I, I really think that we're meant to have challenges. We're meant mm-hmm. to have the ups and downs because there's something later on. Like, you're going to learn a lesson yes. from something that happened in that bad part of that layer of the onion is going to help you later on on another part of the onion yeah you're not going to understand it you're not going to know why but it just it all comes back yeah i don't know anybody in this world i haven't met any spiritual healer or guru or anything that has their life together 
and that it's perfect. I don't. There, it's impossible. We all came here to go through the struggles, to go through the craziness and the hard lessons and the good lessons, and it's just up and down. Mm-hmm. But we just got to learn to ride the wave, right? As long as we've got our little surfboards and we hang on, <laughs> yeah. we're good. We're not going to yeah. drown. Some you know? waves might be bigger than others, but you'll make And it some through. are huge, like tsunamis, like in my life sometimes. So I'm like, great, I'm drowning. But no, they throw me the lifeboard mm-hmm. or the surfboard and go, here, Karina, just learn to swim. And that's mm-hmm. pretty much how I've been able to keep going or I would have um, succumbed, I think, to the negative energy many years ago. Yeah. So yeah. I love seeing that you're in this place now. I... It's exciting for me because I know that when I first met you to sitting beside you right now and you're telling me you're meditating and journaling and I'm like, oh my God, I would never, ever have thought you would have done that a year and a half ago when I met you because you were just If you were to tell me that this is who Mm -hmm. I am a year and a half later, I would have told you you're full of it. Yeah, Yeah. I know. It's awesome. I love it. But I embrace it like and I feel good and I don't like... Even talking about it to people, like when I run into um, a friend at the the grocery store and they're like, how are you doing? I'm like, it feels good to tell people about yeah. it. Like I just got, I feel like a boost of energy. Like I'm doing this yeah. or like this is what's going on. Or like, like I said, even like the struggles that I'm going through with fertility, even when I talk about it now, mm-hmm. like I just, I don't feel ashamed. I don't feel the negativeness towards yeah. it. I almost feel like this is the journey. This is it. This is part of it. This is what I'm doing. Like, and you know what? I'm going to give it hell. Like yeah. I'm giving it all I got. I'm trying to work on myself and do all the good things. And this is what I like. This is what it is. Like, yeah. But I feel good about it. Like I Which don't. Which is so good. Yeah. And it's, like I said, I recommend it for everybody. Like mm-hmm. if you're open to it, if it's something that you're kind of him and hawing about, like coming from somebody who <laughs> was completely closed off and was complete yep. polar opposite to what I am. Like it has changed my life and I wouldn't change it for the world. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah. And now we just need Brittany to come on here and share her little journey. Well, yeah, well, I'll work on that. <laughs> She's a little shy when it comes to She's very shy, but her experience with all of this is like, it was life changing for her as well. Absolutely. Yeah. She's definitely changed as well for the better. Yeah. And I say you're a little bit further along on the spiritual path than she is. And that's totally fine. But she's opened up to so much and to watch her kind of like catch herself before she sinks into something that could be that Mm -hmm. negative is what is amazing. So it's it's really unique to watch. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to have her on and see what she says though. (laughs) I want her to tell her story too. Yeah. Me too. She's a funny lady. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say is that for you guys, both being police officers and now you're, you know, really doing this amazing work on yourself spiritually and you're so much more open and her as well. I mean, she's a little bit more behind than you in that sense, only because of where she's at and that's how it's happening. But I think even for your marriage and your relationship, I think this is going to help a lot because Mm -hmm. having two really heavy, heavy positions in the police force, you know, like that's a lot on any marriage in Mm -hmm. a sense, you know? Well, like I said before, keeping everything in and not opening up, like I wouldn't really even talk about things to her Um, because I just, like I said, feeling like weak Mm -hmm. in front of her, but wanting to be still stronger. So I would just bury it or just say, Oh, it's fine. Or there's, there's nothing. I'm good. Wrong. I'm good. It just, that's, cause that's how I've been all my life. Right. Yeah. Um, so being able to break down those barriers, like I said, it just makes us more connected with one another because yeah. she knows how I feel. 
instead of me just hiding the exterior. That's when she said she's never seen me cry. cry. It's been two I years. And she even says to me, it's funny, she's like, I love it when my wife's emotional. And I was like, yeah, well, I don't. <laughs> well, but, I don't. But, but it does. It makes us does. more connected yeah, spiritually, emotionally. Yeah, and Yeah, and she can feel like mm-hmm. the pain that I'm in so that she understands maybe more of how I'm feeling and maybe yeah. how to approach me and stuff like that. And wants to help you. And that, yeah. I think you're more open to her allowing her to help and listen and be a mm-hmm. sounding board rather than like going, no, no, I'm good. Yeah. And I think part of that is, again, the fact growing up, I felt like I was being judged. Like mm-hmm. I would be judged. Never, never that she's given me an impression of that or she has ever judged me. It just... I guess, like I said, it's just the fear always deep-rooted in me that, like, if I express my emotions of how I feel or show weakness, that she's going to judge me and she's Mm -hmm. not going to like who I am. But, again, that's something that's been rooted in me from a kid that I've now kind of healed. And now I'm able to cry. I'm able to show those emotions to her, Mm -hmm. which, again, it makes us closer together. And she, again, like you said, can help me heal, can help me get that positive energy back mm-hmm. instead of feeling that sense of like burying I have to bury it I can't show I can't express it because of the embarrassment or that makes a lot of sense and having that kind of job at least you guys can discuss this was a hard day this is how I felt this mm-hmm. is what happened instead of just burying it under a rug because then the energy gets stuck in you and it builds right so at yeah. least if you're coming home and saying I had a terrible day this is what happened this is what I saw and at least getting it out and then having the other person, you know, be there for you energetically to say, okay, I'm just going to be your sounding board. Even Nick's like that with me. If I've had a difficult session and he'll look at me and he's like, oh, it wasn't good today. And I'm like, mm. no, it's not that it wasn't good. It's just, it was dark or it was heavy and, and extremely emotional. And I can't help but get involved in that emotion. I'm human, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I can't tell him about my session I can say certain things of how it affected me and what I'm struggling with. Mm -hmm. And so for him, he'll definitely be able to just kind of walk me through it or just be a sounding board so I could cry a little because I do cry a lot after. Mm -hmm. So I said, I hate to cry, but I will cry after sessions sometimes because I am that invested in the people that I work with and help. But he's at least there to to kind of balance me out and vice versa when Mm -hmm. he's having a tough day. So this is going to help you guys so much to... Now that you are open and even with journaling, you know, writing yeah. this stuff out, if you don't even want to talk about it, even writing it out is amazing. That's why I was writing last night just so effortlessly. It was all pouring out of me. Mm-hmm. Well, just because I've known, like, if I don't say it and I'm mm-hmm. the type of person, if it's on my mind, like, I got to say it. Like, I'm not one to keep things bottled in. And mm-hmm. I've known over time that if I do start bottling little things here and there, mm-hmm. um, then it starts having a negative effect on my body. So if I necessarily can't yes. say it out loud or if there's something that bothered me throughout the day, um, that's where at the end of the day, like, I sit and reflect at nighttime. And I just write those little things out, even if there's something You're little. You're getting it out. But I'm getting it out so it doesn't eat at my soul. It doesn't eat at the positivity. Mm-hmm. It doesn't eat at my energy. Uh, because, like I said, it, it is takes a lot to do my job some days some days it's good some days it's bad but if that's those little things that I can do to make sure that I'm the best that I can be for me spiritually for my wife for our family for the people that I serve Mm -hmm. in the community then Mm -hmm. that little thing I like I will do it because even before when starting doing sessions and and whatnot I always ask myself like how do I know I'm going to need another one how am I going to know that like Mm -hmm. I need because it's it's not like chiropractor or going to massage where it's like Oh my, like, you know what? Yep. Yeah, every two weeks, or every month, you get a routine to get your yeah. 
um, adjustments or your just massage, but with like Reiki and um, even doing acupuncture, it's just, it's more or less like in being self-aware of your body. Like I can't yeah. explain how you'll know, but you just you know, like mm-hmm. I feel, especially with Reiki, like I often feel heavy. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just like weighted yeah, down. Like there's just something sucking me. Like it takes a lot for me to get ready in the morning. Just doing the day to day things. It's just extra. Like it just, I feel like I'm walking around with like cinder blocks on my yeah. back. And yeah. then I'm saying to myself, Kate, you know what? Like it's been a while. It's I time to, get to clear it out. Like, <laughs> because if not, like it's just going to have all that hard work and all that stuff that I've done to make steps forward. It's just almost taking falling f- backwards, 15 oh. steps backwards. Mm-hmm. A lot of people ask me the same thing. Karina, when do I come back? I said, I will never tell you. I will never tell you. Come back in two weeks, one month, whatever. I will say to people, you'll know. You'll just get the message of, I don't feel good. I want to feel like I felt like after Reiki. And you'll come back. (laughs) Because it is a good feeling. It is. It feels like you're on top of the world. Like it just light. Yeah. Like you just, if I can describe it, it's like taking a backpack full of bricks off. It's just like you get off and you you stand up and it's just like, Oh, fresh the, air. Yeah. And just nothing's blocking. You just feel super light and just ready to take on the world. Yeah. And that's why yeah. I love Reiki. So I'm glad you said that because a lot of people don't understand what it is. Mm-hmm. And I continuously talk about it because it is so wonderful for us. We've been given an amazing, amazing spiritual practice to use. Why not? Mm-hmm. What do you got to lose? Right. It's well, just exactly. it's phenomenal. So. Well, I'm glad that you're going out and doing all of this healing work on yourself. And like you said, only you will know when the time is right for you to have another session. And I would encourage everyone out there that is listening to this episode that you do just follow that inner knowing, that inner guidance, because the answers are all within us. And if you are feeling guided to get a clearing done or you're just not feeling right and you're feeling weighted down, like you said, like a backpack Mm -hmm. on you, Go find a practitioner that you feel comfortable with and get this off of you because when you do clear the energy and they put in the good positive energy, or it's like a cell phone that's dying, the battery's dying, and you just go plug it in and all of a sudden the battery's full. Well, that's kind of what Reiki is and Mm -hmm. energy work. You go and you fill up and you feel fantastic. So I'm glad that you've discovered that and can't wait to see when your next session is because I'm sure it's not going to be too long. Yeah, Yeah, like I said, I I love going. I just had one recently, so we'll see when the next time comes. But mm-hmm. if I coming. can recommend for anybody, if you're having that little gut feeling or that little little feeling inside that maybe you should venture out and try some, I would say take that leap of faith because there's something in you that's telling you that you need it. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to thank you all so much for joining us today on the Divine Messages podcast. And Kayla, thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your journey with everyone. No, thank you. It's always nice to have a conversation with you. I love that you're here with me too in person just because we're going to hang out after as well. If you would like to book a reading with me, I can be reached at www.divinemessages.ca or on Instagram at divinemessages333 or at the Divine Messages podcast. Please bear in mind that the perspectives and opinions represented in this podcast are based solely on the divine messages interpretations. We can in no way be held responsible for the actions of our followers.